Hi, I'm Simran. And I'm Krithika. And this is A Glorious Mess, Gen Z Unfiltered. Every week we will uncover provocative, pressing, and exciting ideas surrounding society, culture, lifestyle, and current events. Follow our Instagram at AGM Unfiltered to stay updated on our posts or to give ideas on what you may like to hear from us next. Tune in every week for a new episode. We all know that COVID has been the number one conversation topic of 2020, but I think it is important to recognize the devastating impacts it's had on businesses, economies, education. And you know, especially us. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, as Gen Zers, I think we have a good amount to say on how having all this time to ourselves has impacted our mental and physical health, don't you think? This isn't something that's normal, obviously. It's been this new experience for all of us. It's also about seeing how to make the best out of a really difficult situation. We have approximately more than 22 million cases worldwide, which is insane. And I like to take a look at COVID as a stress test. It's, it's a word that's used in the business jargon, I guess you could say. And it's, it's a form of deliberately um, having intense testing to determine the stability of any system. And this could be an economy, it could be the education system. And COVID has essentially been this stress test because we see how volatile our economies are now, how broken almost certain aspects of the education system are. Yeah, I agree. I mean, this situation hasn't only shown us in a way the truth of all the systems, our healthcare system or the education system, but it's also shown how certain individuals can thrive in such um, oh, yeah, yeah. In, in such situations and how certain individuals can just fall curse, behind, not, essentially. Exactly. There are so many people, so many organizations that broke down because they didn't know how to handle it and how to work yeah, on it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that, like natural selection almost. That's true. I think that's actually a really interesting point. I mean, natural selection, but not limited to humans, not limited to organisms. I think it's just about all the institutions in society, natural selection, survival of the fittest. I actually really like that. That's a really, really interesting concept. Well, okay. Although you can say that it's natural selection and, you know, some people have thrived, some people have been left behind. It has caused a lot of politics, a lot of rumors. I mean, you have the entire rumor, especially in the US, that uh, masks are ineffective or that COVID has a bias in terms of gender and ethnicity. Um, But there are actually organizations out there like um, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention that do debunk these uh, myths. But it's still difficult because everyone thinks everyone has a personal story. Everyone has their own reason for believing something. And the moment someone confronts that, everything's being taken to a personal level. There's still people that don't realize that their own carelessness can determine the health of the person right beside them. It's a symbiotic relationship. Whatever you say, masks are effective, but 
it's something that we've never worn before. It's not so, it's, it's not something that yeah. exactly. So even though it's not actually blocking your airways or you can't breathe, but the fact that you we're all wearing it, it's something that wasn't there before and you don't like it. It's on your yeah. face. To me at least, wearing a mask is the norm. And I know that some people still find it unnatural, but now I almost feel naked in a way when I don't go out with a mask. Like I do I I consciously realize it. What would be interesting to see is how we're all going to get out of this. How we are all going to yeah. start not socially distancing. It's it's not I mean it's go, it's going to be a while until we get there, but I think that would also be an interesting thing to see happening. Yeah, that's so true because it's so embedded in us that even now when we're walking down the street and like if someone's coming from the other side, your first instinct is not to just keep walking. Your first instinct is to go is to start walking the from side. the side. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I mean Simran, I actually think that the sector where things have fundamentally changed as we know it is the education sector. Just about a month ago, Google announced that they are coming up with a new certificate program, which is four to five months long and is meant to replace a traditional four-year college degree. This to me is insane because this Google has now explicitly stated that this is meant to replace a college degree. A lot of the courses that you get on Coursera, on edX, most of the times they are regarded as supplementary courses. So you take it with your, in conjunction with the university work that you are doing. Because of COVID, a lot of students and their families uh, have lost their jobs. They cannot afford the traditional four-year college degree. So this is a great way to help them continue their education. But it does bring up the question on how will the mid-tier and lower-tier universities cope with this? Uh-huh. And it actually, in a way, just questions the entire credibility of the of the system that of the traditional university system that we're all going to be learning in or are currently learning in like how important is it to almost go exactly to a uni for four years and spend several thousand dollars yeah exactly the fact that i don't know which is right or which is wrong because i think if i were to tell this to my parents they'd probably be like no Sometimes that's not how university works. Okay, just, just saying my mom doesn't really talk like this. But yeah, like I don't think my parents would believe the fact that a four-year education can be condensed into four months. But if a tech giant like Google just mm-hmm. released something and said explicitly that in their own hiring, they will treat these as the equivalent of a four-year degree, for related roles, that's huge. It really is. There are people that dream of working in Google. And instead of waiting four years, they can get it after just finishing up the certificate program in four months. Why not? Simran, what I've noticed is how we have spent our day during this COVID pandemic has changed significantly. And a big challenge for us is to figure out how to stay socially connected while being physically distanced. 
Yeah, exactly. I agree. You know, Kritika, the way that we use social media actually has changed even more, I believe, because uh, social media has been debated on for a long time. And now with this increased usage during this time, I feel like that the that the debate has essentially magnified as to whether social media helps or harms. On one hand, you know, it keeps us informed, it keeps us connected. However, because of the amount of information there, it can also give us a lot of misinformation and can create this kind of sense of fear in people. And especially mm-hmm. us, our generation that's always on social media and we get all kinds of information. And because we've gone through our teenage years or, you know, we're young, our minds are so impressionable. So yeah. that we don't know what kind of information is right, what kind of information is wrong. And that can really be misleading and in some cases even be dangerous. There can be other aggravated uh, effects to this misleading information. Yeah, to add to that, um, the concept of having a clickbait on whether it be on YouTube, on websites it's it's there and a lot of uh gen zers as you said are very impressionable so when there's a clickbait we tend to usually give in to that watch it share it with our friends and it's just a domino effect so yeah i completely agree the way we've used it and how we have approached social media now rather than it being that pastime that we have in between our studies or in between our homework it's now become just the only outlet left for us to use because we are stuck at home all the time our exams being cancelled university going completely online i mean even schools have gone online some of them have not resumed as normal uh it's it's something that's very difficult to keep up with but uh-huh. i am actually not sure how well you know, going back to your point of some people thrive, some people don't, how students will thrive in this environment. I think that in this, this, you know, and and this, I think now the point that I'm going to bring up is very much, it's, it's, everyone knows it almost, and um, a lot of Gen Zers use it, and that is TikTok. I think COVID has been, probably a blessing in disguise for TikTok of <laughs> by Dance, so which is the parent company. I know so many people, including myself, unfortunately, have gotten distracted by using TikTok instead of actually doing something productive. And mm-hmm. the past four months for us, we've not really had anything to do because we have graduated high school. We're going to uni. There's nothing in between so four months of essentially being jobless and social media is that one escape however social media can be toxic in its own ways so i mean are are we winning here are we losing here in fact i know that there was a survey conducted in the u.s back in march uh which stated that 40 percent of individuals who were eight over 18 said that they would use instagram more often if they had to stay at home all the time the fact that this was actually said all the way back in March before the pandemic even, you know, really blew up really says something about human behavior and how we would really use social media. And in this case, Instagram, even more if we had no other outlet 
or no other option to do so? I would say that it's not just limited to social media in the sense, not just the general networking apps like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, but also um, other social media entertainment platforms like Netflix and Amazon Prime. I mean, Netflix uh, started their Netflix party option, which is a great way to stay connected and stay entertained at the same time. Yeah, so social media was essentially our only escape. I'm not, I don't know if we can blame ourselves for it. Or I think we can only blame ourselves for not being more productive than maybe that we should have We could have been. Exactly. And the fact that, you know, you're saying that, you know, we don't know if we're going to come out good or bad. Actually, we really don't because right now we're in a limbo. When we start university or, you know, when everyone starts the next school year, they're actually going to know how much all of this has impacted them. The business sector has been one that has really been affected, significantly affected, actually, by the situation, by this COVID situation that's been going on. A lot of retail stores are bankrupt. Retail stores are finding it very hard to keep up with the fact that their sales are essentially plummeting. They don't have as many customers going into stores. A lot of them have been forced to shut down. But on the other side we have these online stores, e-commerce like Amazon that has been doing phenomenally well. It, I mean, Amazon was the company that was going to reach the 2 trillion market cap, but then Apple beat Amazon to it. But either way, Amazon has been doing phenomenally well and they've been acquiring several businesses, targeting different sectors to expand yeah. their production. They've also been buying more warehouse space because they need more space to essentially fulfill some, all the orders. I mean, everyone has been ordering online because they cannot go to retail stores. So the nature of business and production has changed enormously. And I think that exactly. we have trained our people have trained the business cycle to be as effective, efficient as possible, as productive as possible. But I think that, you know, seeing the failures of certain businesses, how that effective and efficient production strategy didn't actually work during this COVID time. I mean, a lot of things didn't work during COVID and you can't really blame that strategy for it. But you could say that that is a loophole um, within the strategy in itself. And I think the businesses that were the most affected are those small business owners or, you know, sole proprietors, or as you'd say, because, because uh, many of these don't have as many customers or as many resources, they didn't have any other option, but to shut down. So it really does give an indication on what the winning concept almost is in the 21st century. And that's technology. I mean, anything with technology has been thriving, I think. Uh, during COVID, don't you think? I mean, if if you look at a yeah. lot of these tech companies, and- all of these alternatives and substitutes that we used inside just grew and thrived because that's all we could do is that's stay inside. Yeah, exactly. So in a way, it, it was actually luck was in their favor. Do you think? About think it? Do you think it's luck was in their favor, or was it that their entire their their entire goal at the end was to make their products? their services to be as useful and to be as almost durable in any any condition, any circumstance. You know what? I 
I think it's both because yeah, I think it's uh, a little bit of both actually, and uh, the fact and it's a bit more of a bit more of luck because the fact that we all were at home and no one could have predicted these circumstances, it just helped their businesses to thrive. Now to get to something slightly more serious, I think that we all need to acknowledge that a lot of us, at least both of us, are living <laughs> in comfortable homes and we are still safe but there are people out there that are putting their lives at risk to save others and obviously i'm talking about the healthcare workers i think that we don't show enough gratitude to them maybe we will only realize that we've taken these essential service workers or healthcare workers for granted after the covid pandemic i don't think we should wait for that long exactly i think the fact that we were so just wrapped up in our personal problems the fact that oh my god zoom isn't working oh my god why do i have to go online learning why do i need to wear a mask you know all these small things which at that time seemed like the biggest problem in the world compared to what these workers are doing for us that they're going out there in the front lines every day they're yeah. being exposed to the virus they're staying away from their families because they don't want their families to mm-hmm. get infected it's all a very very big thing and i think we're still taking that for granted because yeah. we aren't actually seeing these things and it's just happening you know it's like okay vaccine trials are just happening this um uh people are just getting cured you know people are just coming home and we're like yeah yeah it's okay it's going to pass we really really need to just take a moment and thank them that thank you may not help them physically but it will emotionally help them remind them what all of this is for and even make you feel as if you know you contributed maybe 0.0001% in the success of all of this on that note we would like to wrap up our first episode in our new podcast and we just thought that it would be a great activity if you could send any comments or notes of gratitude thank yous to us on our instagram account at @agm unfiltered and we could post them anonymously or with your name we can tag any specific accounts any person or a group that you would like to thank it would be a really nice way to show your gratitude for someone or something that has helped you get through these trying times I had a great time recording this first episode. It was really fun talking about things that really mattered. Yeah, I really had a lot of fun and I hope that our listeners enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoyed creating it. So this is Simran and this is Kritika signing off. Keep listening to A Glorious Mess, Gen Z Unfiltered.